What if Jim Harbaugh left Michigan next week? Who would be the Wolverines' next coach? Would it be Brian Kelly from LSU? One source says he'd take the job. Plus the latest on Marvin Harrison and more. Lockdown Big Ten starts right now. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown Big Ten. I am Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. And we are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Lockdown College for $20 off your first purchase. We're going to talk about Brian Kelly at LSU, and maybe he wants that Michigan job. Plus, Marvin Harrison, we have an update on his availability at Ohio State, or whether he's going to be around for the Cotton Bowl at all. And, of course, the classics from the Big Ten Network coming up, plus live action this weekend. Be sure to subscribe, please, down below. Click it on. It's free, and you're done. And then you're inside the club. You're all good to go. And you can follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. And a programming reminder right here. You friends of this program, Lockdown Big Ten, we will be going live on YouTube immediately following the Rose Bowl on Monday the 1st, right after Michigan and Alabama play. Should be around 9 o'clock Eastern p.m. Uh, we'll look forward to seeing you there. A live broadcast here on Lockdown Big Ten. Uh, meanwhile, speaking of Michigan, you know, we've, um, we've talked about them a lot, but have we given – much thought as to who the next coach would be if Jim Harbaugh did leave for the NFL. Again, we've discussed a lot of things here, but I don't know if we've really kind of covered who the next guy would be. Here's a sobering fact for Michigan fan. Look, one to two weeks from now, Jim Harbaugh may no longer be the head coach at Michigan. In fact, he could be named the Chargers head coach before the team returns to Ann Arbor. It could. It could. I'm not saying it will. It might. But it could, um, you know, plus it'd be super easy for both sides of say, Oh, I don't know the chargers and Harbaugh to have a little meeting. They're all in Southern California right now as uh, Harbaugh and Michigan are getting ready for the Rose bowl. Just hypothetically speaking, it's there on the table to be discussed. And if that did happen, who were the next coach of the maze and blue be, would it be, Brian Kelly, former Notre Dame head coach and current LSU football coach. Look, a few days ago, I saw a story that speculated that Brian Kelly would take the job in Ann Arbor if offered. And I blew it off, kind of as holiday clickbait chatter. But I saw a second story about this as well. And now I'm starting to see a little smoke, right? You should know me by now. Uh, I've based a, a lot of my career hunches on the motto, if there's smoke, then there's probably a fire somewhere. And that philosophy has served me well over the last 30 years. So maybe there is some fire here and we should look a little more closely at this situation and whether this is a, a possibility. As you know, we spent a ton of time talking about Michigan during that time. You know, we speculate whether Jim Harbaugh is going to leave or not. Everybody talks about it if you talk about Michigan. And we know that there's uh, two, there was there's a contract extension on his desk. It was first reported to be five years, $55 million. Now the report is it's 10 years, 
$125 million. And as you know, and as well documented here, there's a caveat to it. Jim Harbaugh, if he signs this deal, would also agree, according to Michigan, to not flirt with any NFL teams this year. Be this year only, which I find kind of weird. But that's that's part of the deal. And maybe from what I hear, that's part of the hangup right now as to why this thing uh, isn't signed yet. Look, we've also talked about on this podcast that Harbaugh can easily run the clock on this deal. He's He's so much in the driver's seat. It's unbelievable. Look, he's busy preparing for Alabama and maybe the winner of Texas, Washington. Early recruiting just opened up. There's the transfer portal. Very busy. He's way too busy to sit down and talk to anybody like Ward Manuel, the athletic director, about his contract at this point. And we also know that these NFL jobs, when they open, they close fast, right? And we know that Brandon Staley's been fired by the Chargers. We know there's some mutual interest. We know that Harbaugh has been in California before in his career, and we know that he's pretty good with quarterbacks and Justin Herbert needs an upgrade at coach to be a future star in the NFL. All that is there. It's all checking a lot of boxes for a lot of people, and that's why this thing is uh, very believable. But um, look, as these jobs open and close quickly around the NFL, it's possible Harbaugh could talk to the Chargers, and if it doesn't work out, boom, just goes back to Ann Arbor and signs his contract extension at his leisure in the next few days, weeks, however long he wants to drag it on. Nobody's really pushing it. Nobody's really holding his feet to the fire on this deal. Some may argue, why not just sign it? I mean, what's the big deal? There's a lot of money at stake here, and you know, Michigan's only asking Harbaugh to not jump to the NFL in the first year of the extension this year. There's always going to be job openings, and there's always going to be Jim Harbaugh coaching rumors every time an NFL job opens up, and he's got several more years left on this deal. So this happens. It's a rite of passage. Oh, it's it's the end of the year, beginning of the year. Jim Harbaugh must be interested in an NFL job. Happens every year. What's so special about this year? Maybe you should just sign the contract, not worry about this year, and you can worry about the NFL later. Maybe. But this year's a little different. Remember, there are impending NCAA investigations, plural, Burgergate and Spygate out there, and Michigan knows the results of the, the Burgergate investigation, the NCAA served notice a couple of days ago uh, where it was, and Michigan has 90 days to respond. So he he knows. Jim Harbaugh knows what the NCAA has on him, if anything. So he knows what he doesn't know how much of a suspension or anything like that. That's still up uh, up in the air. But he knows what they think they know about him, and he can kind of deduce and put together in his own head. All right, they say I'm doing this. Maybe I did do this. This is probably going to be another six game suspension, something like that. Look, if he's looking at more suspensions, and that's always been the rumor that there are more suspensions coming for 2024. Who wants to do that? It starts to take the fun. After what you went through this year, why do this all over again? Look, coaches want to coach. They don't want to be suspended. People say, well, they're getting paid millions of dollars, whatever. Coaches want to coach, man. I mean, look at Tom Allen at Indiana. The Hoosiers just bought him out for $15.5 million, and within three days, he signed a seven-figure deal to go be the defensive coordinator at Penn State. Coaches want to coach. It's what they do. It's who they are. So what about this Brian Kelly story? And how is he really interested in a Michigan job? Um, a Baton Rouge reporter got this all started by saying that if the Michigan job opened up and Michigan was interested in Brian Kelly, Brian Kelly would flat out leave LSU and jump at the job. 
So these kind of stories develop one of two ways. Number one, maybe a less credible media type just throws something up against the wall, see if it sticks for clickbait and all that kind of stuff. Other times, the second way that this stuff is absolutely leaked to a specific member of the media to get it out there, it's kind of a soft trial balloon so nobody loses face on any side. And Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly, Brian, uh, Brian Kelly doesn't put it out there. He wants the Michigan job, finds out Michigan's not interested. Now he's still got to face his fans at LSU who are going to be very unhappy. Uh, it works both ways on that deal as well. Uh, Michigan doesn't want to show interest in somebody that turns their back on them. They'd be embarrassing. So these trial balloons do happen, and these people do pick out certain members of the media that they like and or trust to let something out there. I think the latter may be out here. Uh, I really do. Um, look, I was still. It's, I thought it was, it was a little shocking when Brian Kelly left Notre Dame the way he did, just suddenly announced he was leaving there to take the LSU job back in 2022. Nobody saw it coming. It was the worst-kept secret in sports. It really was. You know how rumors fly and they – kind of boil up a little bit for a few days, nothing. Just all of a sudden, boom, guy going, been in Notre Dame for a decade. Now he's uh, over a decade. Now he's going to LSU. It happened that quick. And the money was staggering, absolutely staggering. Um, you know, Notre Dame's got a bit of a reputation that does not pay the top dollar that some of the power five big boys pay. So Kelly was offered 10 years and $95 million to leave Notre Dame and go to LSU. With an offer like that, wave goodbye to touchdown Jesus and head south. It's a simple decision, right? So that's exactly what happened. So would anybody be surprised if Kelly then left LSU just as quickly and just as surprisingly and to take the, the Michigan job before we're offered? I could see all that happening. There's another part of Kelly's contract that is interesting. In addition to the $95 million, the penalty for him to leave the, con the contract and just leave it's minimal. Right now, it's just $3 million. Either Kelly or the school hiring him, the hypothetical school hiring him, will pay the $3 million, and he's out, free and clear. If he waits another week, less than a week, if he waits till December 31st, it goes down to $2 million. That's pocket change when we're talking about these kind of contracts that we deal with in the, in the Power 5 schools. So the question remains here. Would Michigan be interested in Kelly? Clearly, it seems like Kelly's interested in Michigan. Uh, Kelly's a great recruiter. He wins a lot of games every single year. Uh, his teams are usually a factor in December and January in the college football landscape. Now he's formally from a rival like Notre Dame, although hiring him would be nothing like Michigan hiring a rival like urban Meyer. I mean, that'd be crazy, right? Hmm. Anyway, back to that some other day. I just let that sink in for a minute. If Harbaugh left, you know, maybe Michigan would give the job to offensive coordinator Sheryl Moore, who has been there, you know, smooth continuity sake, all that kind of stuff. Things did run pretty smoothly during the six games that Harbaugh was suspended. Sheryl Moore was suspended for one of those two and was the interim head coach at a half of one. And then what, four others, I think four and a half games. Everything was fine when he was in charge. They went six and oh in those games that Harbaugh was suspended. And after one of those games, Jim Harbaugh showed his appreciation for Sheryl Moore publicly in his press conference and talked about how Moore is a Michigan man through and through. How about that for an endorsement? That's kind of important to people in Ann Arbor to be called a Michigan man. But the clock is ticking. I will know Jim Harbaugh's future 
soon enough. I'd like to know what you guys think. You can hit me up on Twitter at X at TalkBig10, number 10. Also, our website, TalkBig10.com. That's TalkBig10, number 10. We'd love to hear from you there. And, of course, on YouTube, we've got all of our uh, comments there that you guys always hit me up with as well. So what do you think? The future, if if Harbaugh, I know a lot of you Michigan fans are going to go, he's not going anywhere. What are you talking about? I get it. But if he goes, it's going to be in the next 10 days, guys. And we got to find out who would be the next guy up. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Ohio State's preparation for the Cotton Bowl. And later on, we'll get into the uh, classics and live action coming up this weekend, the last weekend of the year on the Big Ten Network. All that fun coming up in one minute right here on Locked On Big Ten. If you want to go to any of these games, you need to use Game Time. The Game Time app will help you get tickets to absolutely everything. You can get tickets to football games, bowl games, NFL playoff games, basketball games, concerts, comedy shows in your local neighborhood, everything. Get the Game Time app. It makes it easy, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. I've always told you it gives you the image of the seat from where you would sit right there on your phone. You could see if it was an impeded view or a great view. Shows you right there on your phone getting tickets. It's just a couple of clicks on the phone and you're good to go. And it's sent to your phone. You're not going to have to fumble through any email or anything like that. They've got exclusive flash deals on tickets to absolutely everything. And you can buy the tickets in a matter of seconds. It takes all the stress away from getting tickets. And um, here's what you need to do to snag these tickets without stress on game time. What you need to do, download the game time app. Okay, create an account and you will use your code locked on college for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and the redeem code locked on college for $20 off. Download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I want to thank everybody for making Lockdown Big Ten your first listen every day. You guys help us grow every day. It is amazing, especially you everydayers out there. You're so loyal to this, and uh, we really, really appreciate that. Uh, meanwhile, if you haven't already, subscribe. You click it on. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything and no other commitment, and we're in your system, and you're good to go, and you're in ours. You're in our all Big Ten club. There's uh, 5,500 other subscribers along with you. And that's growing every day, too. Sure to share, follow, and like Lockdown Big Ten, no matter how you get your podcasts. Lockdown Big Ten, your team every day. All right, if you're watching this on the day it comes out, it's Thursday, of course, uh, Rutgers, Miami, Pinstripe Bowl. Told you on our podcast yesterday, and if you missed it, go back to yesterday's. You can go to our website, Lock, uh, Talk Big Ten, talkbig10number10.com, and you can check out the podcast if you're a big Rutgers fan and you missed it. We're calling our shot. We think Rutgers is winning this game against Miami in the pinstripe bowl out at Yankee Stadium. So, uh, again, go back and check out yesterday's podcast on that. On Friday, Missouri is taking on Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. Now, let's talk about the Buckeyes and their wide receiver, Marvin Harrison Jr. Heisman finalist, great year. Of course, a sure shot to go between number two and number five in the NFL draft in April. But there was some lingering talk as to whether Marvin Harrison would forego the NFL for one more year to come back to Ohio state. Seems crazy. I mean, he'd get over $20 million guaranteed being that early of a first round draft pick. He could probably uh, cobble together a few million bucks in nil money and make himself very comfortable at Ohio state for another year. Maybe crazy to turn down that NFL money, but the word was he's still upset. He never beat Michigan. He never won a big 10 title. 
So he was thinking about coming back. However, I will tell you, he was not uh, participating in practice Tuesday or Wednesday of this week, getting ready for this bowl game, the Cotton Bowl. So it's very likely that he will not play, which is very likely that Marvin Harrison is officially going to be done with his career at Ohio State. Just thought we'd throw that out there as well. He certainly had a fantastic career all the way through. Uh, Plus, you know, his buddy Kyle McCord is gone. And, you know, those two played together since high school. And uh, McCord bolted for Syracuse on the transfer portal. I don't know if Harrison wants to put himself out there at risk for injury in a cobbled together. That's the second time I used the word cobble. Cobbled together offense uh, with new players stepping up because everybody's opting out of a bowl game or whatever, injured or whatever the situation may be. Why do it? I mean, I think Devin Brown is going to start this game, and uh, Lincoln and Kineholtz, Lincoln Kineholtz, is going to get some valuable snaps. We're going to get a good look at him as they head to next year with uh, Ryan Day and Ohio State. Saturday, don't forget, a couple Big Ten Bowl teams in action. Ole Miss takes on Penn State. That's the Peach Bowl at Auburn and Maryland in the Music City Bowl. We'll take a little bit closer look at those bowl games tomorrow on tomorrow's Lockdown Big Ten podcast right here. And then, of course, we mentioned the three that are on January 1st on Monday, Wisconsin at LSU. That's a noon game. And by the way, LSU, Michigan fan, check it out. You can scout out Brian Kelly. He might be your next head coach. Maybe just throwing it out there, throwing it out there. Iowa's at Tennessee at one o'clock. By the way, things are are taking on Tennessee at one o'clock. Things might be a little easier for the Hawkeyes defense on this one. Joel Milton, the third, a fifth year senior is not going to play quarterback. He just announced it here this week that he is going to skip the game and get ready for the NFL draft. The draft guru experts say he's probably about the 10th best quarterback coming out for the draft. So Nico Lamaliba will be the quarterback for the Vols. This will be his first. He's had some mop-up duty in a few games this year, but this will be his first real action. He's going to face that Iowa Hawkeye defense. Good luck. Uh, and then, of course, Alabama and Michigan. One more note. Again, remember, after Michigan-Alabama on the Rose Bowl, that game kicks off at 5 Eastern, around 9 o'clock Eastern. As soon as it's over, we're going to go live right here on YouTube on Lockdown Big Ten, so join us for that. I also want to mention the Florida statewide receiver, uh, Keon Coleman, has announced he is skipping the Seminoles' Orange Bowl against Georgia on December 31st because he, too, is getting ready for the NFL draft. I mentioned this because he spent the bulk of his career at Michigan State in the Big Ten before going to Florida State this year. He's one of 20 Florida State players that are not going to be playing against Georgia in the Orange Bowl for various reasons. Injuries, going to the NFL, opting out, transfer portal, that whole deal. So, and speaking of these bowl games, you know, the Big Ten's off to a good start. Went 2-0 so far. Northwestern beat Utah 14-7 in the Las Vegas Bowl. That was his eighth win of the season. Applaud the effort. Good job there. And a special shout-out to Gophers, Freshman running back Darius Taylor rushed for a career-high 208 yards as uh, Minnesota beat Bowling Green 30-24 to in the Quick Lane Bowl this week. Look, this is a good story, Taylor, because kids out of freshman out of Detroit won freshman of the week several weeks uh, in a row for the Big Ten. Just was on. There was a three-week stretch he averaged 167 yards rushing, so I'm not surprised by this 208 number he threw up this week out, uh, out there. He was very good. He got injured, missed like the last five games of the season, comes back for the bowl game, healthy, rested, and showing what he can do. Good job. Way to put an exclamation point on the end of the season there for Darius Taylor and the Minnesota Golden Gophers who get the win in the bowl game. Since today's Thursday, some Big Ten teams are starting to get back into action on the basketball court. 
uh, Maryland back in hosting uh, Coppin State, and then nine other teams play tomorrow. And then, then we get right into conference play as well. Mentioned yesterday and today, Saturday, a, a big slate of uh, women's conference versus conference uh, games, including number 17, Ohio State versus Michigan. That's at Fox at noon. And Minnesota taking on Caitlin Clark at number four, Iowa at 2 p.m. on the Big Ten Network. We're going to go over some of that schedule of the Big Ten Network uh, this weekend in between our Big Ten Classics that we always like to point out because we have fun checking those out going back down memory lane, but also seeing what live action they have on the slate. Speaking of live, in addition to Lockdown Big Ten, and uh, again, always invite you to subscribe to it, uh, Lockdown has launched another channel. It's a 24-7 streaming channel called Lockdown Sports Today. Uh, I was flipping through it the other day, and this show was on it. I thought, cool, let me watch myself. That's awesome. Um, but all of them just, we just rotate them one right after the other, every half hour, they just keep rolling on there. So you can go to lockdown sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports, 24, seven streaming channel. I'm sure you will enjoy it. All right. Uh, we're gonna take a look at the big 10 classics and also the live schedule coming up this weekend, the last weekend of the year on the big 10 network. All that coming up in one minute right here on lockdown, big 10. I'll tell you about FanDuel. Weather's getting pretty cold out there in a lot of places over the wintertime, but these NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. It's $150 if your team wins. Boom. Simple. Very easy. If you've been thinking about it, putting it off, procrastinating, don't, don't do it anymore. Go do it. Sign up with FanDuel. No better time to get in the action right now. Plenty of things to do. You find what your niche is, whether it's just money line, winners and losers, point spreads, prop bets, over-unders. They have it all. It's very simple to read, very simple uh, laid out. Give you a couple tips. Tonight, Thursday Night Football, Jets, Browns. That line has moved a little bit, FanDuel. Uh, seven to seven and a half for the Browns. Uh, I like the Browns to win, although the half, that hook, they call it a hook, that half point. Always bothers me, but nevertheless, I think the Browns are playing well. They're at home. They're at defense. I think the Jets are about ready to mail it in. Give me the Browns minus seven and a half there. And then Saturday, great game in the NFC. The Lions are at the Cowboys. Cowboys are six point favorites. Even if you think Cowboys might win, I think it'll be closer than that because the Lions almost always cover when they're the underdog. They're a six point underdog in this game. Go with the Lions on this one. Just my tip from me to you, public service, if you will. In the meantime, visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the rest of the NFL season. Be a part of it. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right. It is time now to take a look at our Big Ten Classics and live scheduling this weekend on the Big Ten Network. It's something I always like to do. I'm the only one that does this. I think it's great. I don't have an affiliation with the Big Ten Network, but since we're talking Big Ten, I think it's great, so I always do it. Let's put it up on the screen in case you're on audio only. I'll describe everything that is going on, and we will start it off with Friday the 29th. These are all Eastern times, by the way, so put it up here full screen. There you go. At 1 o'clock on Friday, a lot of you are off this week, holiday week in between Christmas and New Year's, so you got some extra time sitting around. You can watch these daytime games. At 1 o'clock, we've got uh, the Ohio State Football Classic, the 2019, January 2019 Rose Bowl. 
Ohio State and Washington. That is Urban Meyer's last game. Dwayne Haskins threw for 251 yards and three touchdowns in that game. At 2 o'clock, another Ohio State football class. See you Buckeye fans got it all going on here. January 1, 97, Rose Bowl. That's Ohio State versus Arizona State. Joe Germain hooking up with David Boston for a five-yard uh, touchdown, game-winning touchdown with 19 seconds to go to beat Arizona State. They were uh, they were number two in the country at that point. Beat them 20-17. to 17. At 4 o'clock, more Ohio State. We've got the last year's Rose Bowl. Ugh. That, that was a classic. That was the definition of a classic. Ohio State and Utah, just one year ago, C.J. Stroud leading the Buckeyes, who were trailing in this game, 573 yards and six touchdowns in a 48-45 win over Utah. No wonder C.J. Stroud has been so good in his rookie year in the NFL with the Houston Texans. No question. At 5.30, we've got a Purdue basketball classic just from last month. It was Purdue versus Marquette. Marquette, I think, was ranked third, right? No, fourth. I think they were fourth at the time. Purdue was ranked number two at the time. 78-75. That was at the Maui Invitational. Just uh, just a little. Zach Eady, the double-double, 28 points and 15 rebounds. The dude is unstoppable. Absolutely unstoppable. Uh, also, at 7 o'clock, we've got uh, Big Ten men's basketball. Eastern Kentucky is at Purdue. Speaking of Purdue... And then at 9 o'clock, Purdue probably doesn't want to watch this game when theirs is over. The Big Ten men's basketball matchup, Fairleigh Dickinson versus Illinois. You all know that Fairleigh Dickinson upset the 16th seed, the number, beat the number one seed Purdue Boilermakers in March Madness last year in the tournament. Ouch. Yeah, Boilermakers, let's, uh, let's turn the page on this one. Let's go to Saturday's lineup. December 30th, pick it up at noon. Big Ten men's basketball, Stonehill at Rutgers at 2 o'clock. More Big Ten women's basketball, Minnesota at Iowa with Kate and Clark. We mentioned this game for a brief second earlier. That's the 2 o'clock game, Eastern time of the Big Ten Network at 4 o'clock. More women's basketball. In fact, they got a triple header of women's basketball. 4 o'clock is Michigan State at Penn State, followed by 6 o'clock Wisconsin at Purdue at West Lafayette. And then check this out. At 8 o'clock Eastern time, 5 o'clock Pacific, Big Ten Live is out in Pasadena, Rose Bowl Media Day. Getting ready for the big game on Monday, Rose Bowl Media Day. You can watch that on the Big Ten Network, 8 o'clock Eastern on Saturday night. And then to Sunday the 31st, New Year's Eve Day, 1230, Big Ten Women's Basketball, Illinois at Bloomington, taking on the Lady Hoosiers in a 230 more women's basketball. Maryland is at Nebraska. So that is a look at the schedule. It's action-packed between the classics and the live action on the Big Ten Network heading into this weekend, the last weekend of 2023. Can you believe it? Can you believe the year's over? Just flew right by. It was a big year. It was a big year. I started taking over as host on this, uh, this channel, which already existed. And late June, early July, had 1,200 subscriptions and subscribers. Now we're approaching 6,000. Thank you to you. You guys really helped us. Just We just killed it in the fall this year. Thank you very much. Uh, many ways for you to interact with me if you would like. Closing out the year, um, you can hit me up on Twitter or X at TalkBig10, number 10. You can find me on the website at TalkBig10.com. Got some Big Ten merch out there if you'd like to check it out. Big Ten, uh, talkbig10number10.com, talkbig10.com. And, of course, your comments are always welcome on YouTube. 
as well. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. That really helps us out. And follow uh, right now on your favorite podcast app. You get the latest Lockdown Big Ten episode as soon as it is available each and every day. I always tell you the audio comes out about four in the morning. The video comes out about six in the morning. You can watch it all day long. Uh, Lockdown has also, as I mentioned, launched the brand new Lockdown Sports Today, the 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Feel free to subscribe there as well. That'll do it, man. We are winding down the year, the week, the month, the whole deal. We're back tomorrow. We're going to look at a lot more of those upcoming bowl games that involve Big Ten teams over the next several days. We'll get to all that right here, and it'll lead us into the big Monday, January 1st showdown. A bunch of Big Ten teams in action, but the the one we're really locked into, of course, is the 5 o'clock Eastern Town, the Rose Bowl between Michigan and Alabama with the right to play in a national championship and, of course, again, I'll mention it a third time. We will be going live on YouTube, on our Lockdown Big Ten YouTube channel, as soon as that game is over on Monday night. Hope you catch us there. Hope you catch us tomorrow as well. I enjoyed our time today. For Lockdown Big Ten, I'm Craig Scheman.